Hello and welcome to Curious City. My name is Letty and I'm one of the co-founders of Curious Arts. This is a podcast all about encouraging people to get curious about what's going on creatively across the city. Um, I will be talking to a collection of individuals and organisations and companies that are making an impact and it's all about trying to encourage you to get off the sofa and get out into the world. Let's have a listen to who we're talking to today. Hello and welcome to Curious City. Today in the studio, I'm delighted to say that we've got Chloe Longdon with us. She's an illustrator and animator and she's going to tell me a little bit about who she is and what makes her tick and all about her work and process. Um, Chloe, hello. Hi. Thank you so much for joining us today. Thank you for having me. You're welcome. Um, so, you, I'm, I'm just going to explain to the listeners that I send out a questionnaire. Um, I think I've said that before, but um, I ask people a rather horrid question of trying to uh, tell us who tell us who you are in ten words. And I think this is the first one I've come across where you left it blank. <laughs> C- can I ask why? I didn't realise that was part of the questionnaire. I thought you meant like ten words per question. Oh, I see. <laughs> okay, so that's that's a, a lack of clarity on my part. Okay. Oh, I see. Okay, I thought it was quite. Um, succinct yeah i thought that was like the i thought point. you were oh no i thought you were being um uh sort of mysteriously vague i wish ah <laughs> fine okay well if you just could you describe yourself in <laughs> 10 words talk about being put on the spot um <laughs> or you could just tell us a bit about what you do and your, your background yeah i'll try that one i'm not very like, good at defining myself um I uh, am an illustrator and animator. I work in Sheffield as a um, sort of independent freelancer. I'm still trying to build on myself and my brand. Um, I've been doing it for about two years since I graduated from uni. And um, where, where were you at uni? Was it Leeds Beckett? Lovely. Yeah, it's, uh, I miss it. It was like fun. It was a good time. Did you did you live in Leeds while you were yeah, there? Yeah, yeah, lived um, there the full term of like uni and then I moved back after um to move to Sheffield and then started like working and and what was that process like you know kind of going from uni into sort of effectively being your own boss and and the creative freelance world it was really strange it was hard to sort of keep myself motivated because I have to to get my work I have to put myself out there so I have to create my own work constantly and update on my social media and getting myself into that mindset was a bit weird just going from uni to that because uh, uh, reading reading the, the the questionnaire obviously I understand why it was so sparse now but <laughs> I it struck me that what you do is a really collaborative process mm. so you you've done all sorts of things you've worked with the Northern Ballet and design projections and you work with theatre companies and and all you know obviously writers um so presumably you have to be quite kind of gregarious or on the front foot in terms of of making that approach and and finding your own work yeah do you find that aspect of it challenging or yeah definitely I'm not really one to put myself out there yeah I think so many creatives can identify with that like it it somehow seems like you're showing off in some way or it it sort of goes against Britishness doesn't it yeah it's kind of not the done thing yeah you've got to 
be proud of your own work and put your own work out there and it's by doing that and having social media it's like you're saying look at this this is amazing and it's like you've got to believe in your own work but also you can't not get work without doing that yeah it's a bit of a weird yeah did they help you with that at all at at uni did they kind of prepare you for that uh yeah they so towards the end of our degree when we were creating our graduate films we handed in our dissertation earlier on in the year so we were just focusing on our films that's when they started talking to us about what we can do to start getting our work um out there and start making connections and networking so they talked about like linkedin for example um having your own facebook and instagram's accounts websites we did a lot of website work okay um and what sort of stuff we should be putting out there and the wording around things that's interesting i mean i think that that, that's a really useful tool for creatives like particularly the creatives who have perhaps missed that part of education so if they've come to the industry late and social media is a is a new thing mm. for them or they're just a bit older yeah um i think we could do with it with a bit more a bit more help on them on the personal branding and, and how to actually effectively sell yourself without mm. feeling like you're yeah showing off no yeah definitely it's quite a hard skill to have just in terms of it's not just about creating the content it's the wording around it and it's yeah. how often you post and the times of day you post like so much about it that you don't really think about until you have to do it constantly and then it's how regularly you do it and what content you want to be putting out there what what you're trying to say with your work and do you have a a sounding board like do do you because I imagine it can be quite isolating as well as you know it's collaborative in nature but do you spend the most of your time when you are writing or illustrating something working from home or yeah um yeah basically I just spend I do sometimes go so um, into like cafes and stuff just to get myself out of the house yeah but I have a full-time job at, at the side as well so for me that's my social time okay and that's like when I get to see my friends and then I'll do other stuff around that so when I w- do work I do work alone I don't mind it as much and this has brought me very nicely on to something that really came through on this on the questionnaire mm-hmm. um, and that is your passion for film <laughs> Um, you mention it, I think, at least four times. Um, oops. <laughs> no, not oops. It's great. Um, is, this, is this something that's always been a part of you? I'm not sure. I think it has to an extent. I did animation at university, so that was a very film-based course because it was part of the Northern Film School. Yeah. So it was uh, ran alongside the film course there where we had lectures with the film students and we made films with them. Okay. So it was definitely like a thing, an underlying like interest, but it wasn't until I started working in an in independent cinema that I then started basically in the past sort of year or so I've b- delved into it so much more and found more and more information about it. I just love it, like learning about it and just watching so many different types of film and making myself do it. Because I used to just be really picky, but now I'll try most things. What, you'll go and see anything? Yeah, I've started to like just watch stuff out of curiosity more than anything. That's a word we like very much here. (laughs) (laughs) And it's definitely... um, I'm glad I've started, like, this past year I've watched my first documentary on, like, the big screen, like, watched my first foreign language film and... Great, so it's really opened up a yeah, whole new, massively. a whole new world of inspiration for you, really. Yes, then, hasn't definitely. It? And now I'm starting to wonder about taking a career in that 
industry because you, you, you're such starting a passion to, for it. to program a bit or you're working with the programming team you said a little bit yeah I'm trying to yeah I am um, I worked with the Celluloid Screams Horror Film Festival yeah. in October and I was doing the print traffic coordinator job which was about getting the film safely to this, this, this the cinema Gosh, it's all this kind of uh, unseen process. Yeah. That, I mean, it never even occurred to me that that would be something someone had to do. Yeah, same. It wasn't until they, like, put the job out there. I was like, oh, that sounds quite fun. And when it says print traffic, I was like, oh, that'll be like posters. Nah. No. It was like film. And it was properly talking to loads of dis- different distributors and um, sales agents from, like, all over the world. So wow. I was talking to people in, like, Germany and America and... Oh, it was mad and I had to like try and keep them all together and I was con- completely like looking after them all and c- contacting them all it was gosh it sounds like a brilliant opportunity it was a great I loved it and that's celluloid screens mm. tell us a bit about that then what's what's that for those for those people who don't know <laughs> it's a horror film festival um solely f- in from Sheffield and it was started in Sheffield and it's built up over the past few years I think it's been running Nearly 10 years now, yep. <laughs> so it's become a quite a, a, yeah. a cult thing. Oh, God, yeah. It's, yeah. Most people come, like, every year, um, and they'll just put... They put so many interesting films on. I'm not, like, a huge fan of I was going to say, are you, a, are you a, no, a horror buff? Not really, but this film festival was the first time I watched a horror film, like, in the cinema. Oh. <laughs> and I was like, this is really cool. <laughs> and the f- atmosphere is mad. Like, because yeah. everyone's there and they're only there to watch horror films. So it's all horror people. Like, Do, and is there, a, is there a specific type? Could you identify a horror person? You no. Think? No. Nah. Completely eclectic. Yeah. Like, you, most people you wouldn't even realize are like really into it. Like, sometimes it's obvious, but like, some of the m- people I know that are like really, really into horror, if you looked at them, you would never, ever think that. Yeah, I've got a very, very straight-laced friend who's a teacher, and she absolutely loves horror. Mm. I had to go to the cinema with her once. I spent the entire time with my eyes half shut and my fingers in my ears. Because it's the sounds that get me. Yeah. It's all that jumping business. I it's can't the bear. music. The yes, the, the like music, exactly. build up, the, the tents. Yeah, no. Yeah. I'm really bad at watching them, so I have to be really careful. I was like, is this one scary? And they were like, it's fine. Just watch it. And <laughs> it was... It was fine. It wasn't a great film, but it was fine and did the job. Yeah, and but it was more about the atmosphere, like the being there as part of a festival. And how how long is it happening in this year? Yeah, it happens every year in October, October. for three days. It's like towards the end of October. Um, Halloween. No, yeah, yeah. Is it towards the end of October? <laughs> um, yeah, I don't know. <laughs> is it? Um, yeah, so it's. Um, I'm trying to remember when it was. But yeah, it's like towards the end of October, like mid-October, and then they just run it for like three days over the weekend. Um, I think I might have to get myself there, confront some of the fears. <laughs> it's really fun. It's a good opportunity to like go and sit and be part of something. Because most film festivals, it's just any genre of film. So it's nice that this one is purely horror. You know, whatever you go to. And there's quite a, an eclectic remit within that, mm. within that genre isn't there oh god yeah yeah so many different types of films that you can have with that so uh, film aside what like how did you get into animation originally like have you always loved drawing or uh, illustrating is that a big part of like where did it all come from um yeah so i illustrated pretty much my whole life i've always drawn 
Um, I wasn't great when I was a kid, obviously, but... No, I don't think uh, anyone is. <laughs> yeah, exactly. But um, I did fine art during school and did GCSE fine art, then took A-level fine art. And I really wanted to be a vet for ages. <laughs> and like, Quite different, isn't yeah, it? Yeah, and I was like adamant I was going to be a vet. Like I volunteered at like a veterinary clinic for like a whole year. I was like, I'm going to be a vet. And I did took on like the science. Um, I did like extra science classes to do it. Gosh, um, that's dedication. Yeah, I was like super. Nothing would make me do double physics. <laughs> um, and I was like, yeah, I'm doing this. And then I got like really good grades in my GCSEs and I was going to take biology, chemistry, art and photography at a level but the timetable didn't match so i couldn't take all of them so i had to decide then if fate I wanted intervened to, yeah basically and i had to decide did i want to do I, I could have been i wanted to do vet but i couldn't have done it without having art art was my outlet yeah. it was my way of expressing myself but, but that the natural world it comes into your work doesn't it because mm. like, you you draw lots of natural things there's animals and plants and you yeah. reference plants as one of your inspirations and the fact that you one of your favorite things about the city is the fact it's so green and mm. you go to the botanical gardens with your mum yeah um so do you think it's a kind of way of taking that interest and bringing it into your work do you focus a lot on animals or i never really thought about it like that but yeah i i mean i've been vegetarian my whole life and have I've you yeah and i've recently like june i think i started being vegan um so animals are a massive part of my life just have you got any animals no not me personally my family does yeah i wish i could have animals what would you have i'd I'd have everything but a zoo (laughs) yeah basically i could have like a zoo that'd be my happiest place but i'd love a cat definitely i would would also love a cat (laughs) they're just so great they are great um but my mum has a dog and then my dad has a cat and I love them both. They're yeah, the best. They are the best. Animals just, they're just so relaxing, aren't they? Mm. Well, so obviously some aren't. <laughs> um, hippos, I gather, are quite vicious. Anyway, luckily, probably don't get many of those in <laughs> Sheffield. So we've talked a bit about the fact that you're really passionate about movies and the natural world and plants and animals and, th- and they inspire your work. But you also mentioned that you're inspired by, you've written here, women, LGBT, feminism, equality, and femme. So would you say that social activism is, is an important part of your work? Does that feature in it? Yeah, all? it's definitely something that I'm starting to explore and I want to look more into in this year. I've okay. put it as one of my goals to start just being more um, braver in like creating work that actually is something I believe in. And and are you, is it with a specific project in mind, or is mm. it just a seed of an idea? It's or mixed. I've got like some seeds of ideas for myself, but I'm also doing some work. So I'm working with Girl Gang. Okay, currently. amazing. Um, we're going to be we're doing a like a party in uh, March. I love a party. <laughs> and uh, it's my um, birthday's in March. Ooh. Oh, <laughs> oh, this is boding very well. Yeah. Um, well, you should come. It's uh, it's called it's a period party, but it's basically in aid to it's working with SheFest and um, amazing. It's to end the period poverty gap. Um, so it's about getting people to bring sanitary products and things that they're giving to charities. What a brilliant idea! Yeah, it's really really cool. I'm really excited to like be working with them. So I'm creating the poster currently, and then I'm going to be working with the event. 
um, which I'm so excited to be doing it. Um, and where's it taking place? It's going to be at Dina on the 7th of March. Okay, fantastic. Um, definitely something to like worth looking at. And it's uh, for everyone as well. We want to be as in all inclusive as possible. But one of the things we've been talking about is the poster that I'm creating. It's how much do you make it about? Because I've drawn like a cartoon womb basically <laughs> with like tampons and moon cups flying out. Great. And it's like, great. It does the job. Yeah. But then it's like, is this too feminine? Are we not being as inclusive as we want to be? It's that question of, trying to to find that balance yeah, of not trying to be embarrassed or, or cover something up or yeah not be explicit about what the point of yeah. it but also just trying to make it as inclusive as yeah society. that's like the biggest thing we're discussing at the minute and just wanting to be as inclusive as we possibly can really and finding that balance is really hard so if people want to find out more about this period party where where is it is it going to be it's going to be um through like the facebook event um so it'll be girl gang sheffield great um, they'll be announcing it soon um probably going to be towards the end of january they want to announce it great so um and then they'll be put in it'll be like i think it's a ticketed event um and then to bring like sanitary products with you and then you get like a little present if you do that which is really cute. Oh, what a great idea. Yeah. Definitely coming to that. It's going to be cool. Like they're going to they're creating like um decorations and stuff that are all like sanitary products. Sanitary based. Yeah, <laughs> which is quite an interesting concept. Yeah. It's, it's I've quite, seen some it's po- quite a good brief that, isn't it? Yeah, it's going to be real fun. Um but yeah, that's working with Shop um, Shefest as well, which is really cool. Um and then they're doing something again in April, which is for like eco um it's part of the eco oh, I can't remember what it's called it's like um, they're doing like a week um, in April that's promoting sustainability and it's like to do with sustainable clothing and things like that so they're running like another event it's um, a she fest or girl, girl gang, gang. Um, which will be in I don't remember the date of that one but that one's in April um, and that's going to have a panel discussion and a clothes swap and a fashion show with like local um, designers that are doing brilliant like, sustainable fashion and promoting sustainable fashion on, and how to do it and like affordably and how to do it practically. Great. It's and really is, that, is that all, all the info is going to be on their Facebook? So. Yeah. So that will be announced later on as well. And everything okay. that he announced is like through their social media. So it's something to keep an eye on. So like Girl Gang Sheffield, they always... We've got some really fun stuff coming up. Yeah. So, oh, brilliant! I'm glad you've told us about that. <laughs> I did hear mention of something called Echo. Yeah. What's that? Um, so I've sort of been working on something myself, and that's like a very self-funded project at the minute. Um, where I basically want—it's like I want it to be a TV show for like kids. Okay. I think currently that's like the plan. Um, where. It, but I've noticed because I, I volunteer at children's media conference every year amazing um I've done that for the past two years now and you I loved going to it because you learn so much about the industry and networking opportunities are insane that's coming up is that coming up at least oh no it's not that July. soon is it July yeah that's like the first week in July um but one of the things they talk about is so they have like panel discussions and things and it's not just about how to get to where you're going or what people are creating it's about selling stuff as well but also 
common themes in the industry and what we want to start educating our children about yeah. through creative means basically and one of the things we talked about was the common themes was like eco anxiety and kids because a lot of kids are now becoming what eco warriors it must be terrifying yeah i mean imagine like you're what 12 13 you're hearing about the, the planet dying yeah. and you're like what i don't should, have what do we do yeah and you've got parents that might not be as aware of it as you are and it's about trying to change the way the families run and how they are at yeah. home and changing like the government and things and these kids have got it it's their future and it must be so terrifying and all these like activists now are like there's so many young activists and it's amazing they're all taking it into it's, their own gosh hands. it's so inspiring isn't it it's it does make me think what on earth have i been doing oh god yeah i'm like oh, i'm clearly yeah, missing something putting, putting us to shame yeah but um so that's like one of the things and also just representation and diversity is yeah. still not enough we're not getting enough of it in children's media they don't feel represented and that's not okay no so i wanted to create something that tackles both those issues so i've created like a little story it's not a little story it's quite a, it's quite, a, like quite a big, yeah it's quite, quite a, a big, big story yeah i think it's maybe a bit ambitious but Good. we'll see but i'm quite excited by it um and it's like something i pretty much came with the idea like last july and i've just sort of been running with it since so are you going to are you will you be pitching it this year i want to try and get it to a point where i can pitch it i would really love to and are you collaborating with anyone on it um yeah i, th I think i'm sort of looking on the, on the lookout yeah um i've not definitely decided it's i'm really really um like proud and private with it i'm not surprised um and i really want to hold on to it and make it as personal personal as i can so i'm very careful with who i talk to about it yeah. and i'm just like talking about it on well, it's good because some, in some ways because you've sort of half announced it mm. you'll have to do it now yeah kind of do it's it's good you've you've basically set yourself a, a public deadline <laughs> great <laughs> yeah it's good we all need them all creatives need a deadline yes it's very true and i don't think we should be i think you know don't we should be frightened of being ambitious no yeah definitely i'm very excited to get started and like for this year it's I've, that's another one of my like goals i've written for like 2020 i want to get that to a point where i could pitch it and i've written like a script already for like one of the episodes that has been performed and it got good feedback. I was pretty pleased with it. People yeah, did well with it. I'm not surprised. It sounds great. Yeah. Well, I'll, I'll keep my thing. Keep all my fingers crossed for you. Thank you. I'm excited to do it. Good. Now, it says here because it, it, you you strike me as a bit of a kind of. Um, uh, sort of di dichotomy can i use that in reference to a person Pro probably not but i've done it anyway so <laughs> you love the solitude of watching a movie on your own mm. and you feel most at home doing that mm -hmm. or being with your friends um but you're also you say that you're most curious about other societies and cultures and that you'd really love to go traveling mm. so if i just gave you um a massive watch of air miles. <laughs> um, where would you go? Italy. Italy? Mm. Why? 
I've always, always, always wanted to go. Like, so if I could drop anything and have, if I just had money and just could just drop everything today, I'd go there immediately. It's such a beautiful country and the architecture and yeah. the art that comes from it and the food yeah. and everything about it. If I ever see anything like on film or TV, it always just makes me, like, makes my heart like. Oh, I just love it. And I just would love to go there. Have you ever been? No. Oh. I never, like, I literally, it's really sad. Like, I went on the, my first aeroplane when I was, like, 22. So only, like, a couple of years ago. Good grief. And That's very good for the environment. I yeah, see. true. And it was only to, like, Amsterdam. So it was, like, half an hour plane journey. And I was like, this is terrifying. Yeah. <laughs> but I loved it at the same time. And that was the first time I'd ever, I've been to, like, France, but only through, like, the car. The, um, getting on the ferry. Yeah. And then... Amsterdam was the first place that outside of like just England or France that I'd ever been. Was it a big shock? No, I was so, I, I went with my two best friends for my birthday and we, the three of us just had like the best time and I didn't find it, I was more shocked at how comfortable I was yeah. and how happy I was to just go and explore. But Amsterdam's really, um, inclusive like every language like the language and stuff every menu has an english menu and every sign was like dutch and then english underneath and so you didn't feel like a yeah like a stranger exactly and it was just so busy but everyone today just great atmosphere yeah yeah i couldn't I was just so happy to be there. It was like electric. I was just like, this is great. I was wandering around and we just went for like wonders. We didn't really do a lot of things. I think that's the best place to, the, the best way to, to explore a place is not to have too tight an agenda and oh God, yeah. try and tick all the all the tourist tourist boxes. Yeah. So is there somewhere specific you go in? in is there somewhere specific you go in Italy? <laughs> no, I feel like I have to say Rome. Don't but say Rome. <laughs> um, I'd love to go to Venice. Um because it's you know going to be going in the next few years, which is sad. It's really sad, isn't yeah, it? Yeah, really, really sad. So how are you going to get there? You're going to have to go. I'm worried about this now. <laughs> how to get Chloe to Venice before it sinks? <laughs> I have to do a crowdfunding fund. Oh, please do. I'd make my <laughs> life. Um, yeah, I would happily just go there, and I could go. I would happily just go by myself, just to go and explore and go on the rivers and and would you draw while you were there like yeah. are you inspired by places do you draw architecture and buildings yeah. and all of that too yeah I don't do it as much as I would probably like um I kind of I do get a little bit bored during buildings mm. but I think if I was in somewhere like that with the amount of architecture and the just the new um buildings to see and the like the way it all looks, I think I would be really inspired to just yeah. draw, and I'd probably just look at like the people and like the squares and things like that. Yeah, you can't you can't beat an Italian. What's it called? Uh, what are those piazza mm. for people watching? Yeah, great. You have to let us know when you go. Oh, I will <laughs> if I ever do. You will. I'm, I'm, I hope I'm, so. I believe in you. <laughs> um, Another one of the things that we ask people is what what have they recent last five things that they've googled. <laughs> um, uh, the first thing was bars open on a Sunday night, which I really respect. <laughs> I don't think we allow ourselves to have enough fun on a Sunday. Yeah. It's still the weekend, and we should exploit that. Exactly. Um, I wondered what you found, and if you had any 
any recommendations for us? I didn't. I was really sad. Oh, no. It was, um, I was with my friends and we'd been to watch a film, I think. But, like, the cinema closes at, like, 11. But then all the bars around close at, like, 11 or... Oh, that's true. Going on to midnight. Oh, I see. So it was a proper late night. Yeah, so it was just like, we just wanted to be out for like, just one more drink. It wasn't like an out-out. It was just, we just wanted to sit and chat about the film. Just have a nightcap. Do a debrief. Yeah. Yeah. Um, And no, nothing was open. It was really sad. And we all just went, okay, bye then. The party's (laughs) over. Um, What what would you say your favourite day of the week is? Sunday. What do you do on a Sunday? If I'm not working, because I do end up, often working I, it's my film day yeah. <laughs> I love to just back to back films have you got a record of, of how many films you've watched in one session I think the most I've done is well if I'm by myself most I do is usually about three it's quite good isn't it but I have done like the Harry Potter marathon so how many is in I should know was like it five six seven, seven eight eight Good God. Yeah, that was a hard one. Maybe we should do like a curious film marathon yeah. and see how long we could we could last. Yes. Oh, oh producer's written that down. <laughs> yeah. The trick is to like balance it with different genres of film. That's so true. It's like switching between sweet and savoury, isn't it, exactly. when you're snacking? Yeah. Yeah. Because it keeps you interested. You've got to like break it up with like a thriller in between or like a romantic comedy and then like... In interesting independent yeah and you've got to try new ones each time and then maybe one that you've already I seen I think I'm going to allow you to curate this <laughs> curate the bill um, it sounds like you, you, you yes, definitely please, qu- qualify pro- programming for experience yeah yeah, <laughs> yeah brilliant um, finally I want to you know we want to sort of talk about what living and working as a creative and particularly a creative freelancer mm. is like in Sheffield how do you find it? You talk a lot about <laughs> procrastination and <laughs> uh, that you are a bit of a demon at, at procrastinating. Yeah. How do you? What do you do when you procrastinate? What's your What's your go-to activity? TV. Yeah. Just naughty. Yeah. Just watching like endless TV shows. Yeah. I'm really bad for just sticking a series on and then just watching it all in like a day. Mm. Can you draw while you're doing that? Not really. I can, or I convince myself I can, so that I feel like I'm less of a procrastinator. So what helps? What helps you do that? Like, just uh, have you got any hot tips about when you when you feel the procrastination, mm. kind of kicking, tapping you on the shoulder? I think, I if I stop myself, I get more annoyed, and I find it really hard, and I get like art block and things. Okay. So art block. Yeah. Is that like was well, like writer's block? Like I writer's suppose. block. Yeah. yeah, basically. I've never heard of that before. Really? <laughs> um, is, that, is that like quite a well-known thing? I don't know. I thought oh, it you was. just coined a phrase. <laughs> oh, I just coined it. Hmm. I thought it was like a thing. I'm sure like on Instagram, but I follow like loads of artists, and they all talk about art block. So maybe oh, I'm gonna start using it. Yeah. I think uh, it makes sense. It's like well, yeah, it's the same course. as like a writer's block, but art. Um, but it happens like a lot, and a lot of artists struggle with it, where because there's so much pressure on you to draw and mm. to create new things, and then you sit there and you look at your piece of paper and you're like, I cannot think Do of anything to, to draw. Yeah, unless Do you, you draw got from your imagination, then. Um, sometimes. Gosh, I'm always very impressed. But I can, I, I can, you know, just about copy something, but. <laughs> I couldn't just draw out out from my brain. Yeah, I don't know. I felt doing the animation course definitely helped me learn that skill. Mm. 
have to create characters and things. And then I kind of thought about doing character design for a while. So then I just practiced loads and I started, I think I do it less now. I think I take, take a lot of um, inspiration from things around me, mm. films and stuff. Um, and other people's work. Yeah. And you're doing something interesting at the moment. What, what are you working on at the moment? Um, so I'm working with Curious Arts. Um, oh, <laughs> I, th- I didn't actually know that. Yeah, it's... Um, it's embarrassing for me, isn't it? <laughs> um, so we, I'm working with a writer who's written a children's book, which okay. is like a science book. Um, and it's, it's, such, like, it's such a beautiful book. Like w- This is Emanuela, isn't it? Yeah. Um, it's illustrated so like um, with like watercolours and it just looks really, really beautiful. Mm. But it's like a book about science and it talks about like diatoms and... Um, I don't know what that is. I mean, yeah, so I was just like, oh, this is really cool. This <laughs> is really pretty, trying to understand it. Um, but Emmanuel is really, really lovely as well. And we've met up once, I think. And um, we're going to be meeting again next week. Um, so you're collaborating together on a specific project. Is yeah. it a new project or is it the, this book? Um, so I don't know about the book. The So she's already written the book and the book is already... Illustrated, like, yeah. Yeah, illustrated and like made. Um, and what I'm doing is creating a little animation for it to bring it to life. Fantastic. Um, yeah, it should be quite cool. It's something new that I'm trying. I've not done it before. Great. It's all about experimenting, isn't it? Exactly. That's like the best thing to do. Just have try a, have everything. Have a bash. Yeah, just see what you can do with something. Because you create with just amazing things if you just experiment and try something. Yeah, I think we're all too scared to, you know, we've got to stop being frightened of are failing mm. and just think well what's the worst that can happen our balls it up and you know the world starts again it's fine yeah but then even if you did that you could even if you get to a point and then you mess it up you can always go back and then recreate it almost and then try it like oh this didn't quite work this time but maybe next time it will work or we'll try something else yeah and you're always gonna you know i know it's a cliche but we do learn from our mistakes we do. don't we <laughs> um right have you got any 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 parting advice to our creatives in the city? Hmm. I don't know. Any any words of inspiration or encouragement for them? <laughs> it's fine if you haven't. No, I don't think so. I'm well, not actually, <laughs> I think you've just said it. Yeah. D- just have a just have a bash. Yeah. Just yeah. Keep trying new things. Experiment. See what you can create. And work with your friends. That's what I always think. That's, that that is a lovely tip. <laughs> and lots of people say don't work with your friends, but. I think it's the best way because you're all going to be supporting each other yeah. and you all want each other to be as successful as possible. A huge part of the, I think, the creative community and the network is about that that coexistence and that, and that mutual support. Mm. Um, yeah, you definitely need it. You need everyone to be... You need people in your corner. Yeah. And you want to be able to provide that for someone else as well. Absolutely. And yeah. Can you uh, send us the animation when it's finished? Maybe we should have a little screening. Should have a little Ooh. screening here. That'd be cool. Chloe, thank you so much thank for talking you. to me today. Um, have a lovely weekend. Thank you. You too. <laughs> thank you. A Curious Arts production. <laughs>